0: everybody. So this is the first streaming episode of App Academy Live. Uh, I hope that you guys can see us, that you can hear us. We have a little bit of a technical issue going on and uh, so we're just going to try to do this. Hopefully it goes well. Uh, What we're going to do today is that we're going to talk to App Academy's own Rose Koran. Is it Koran or Koran? Koran. Koran, cool. So, <laughs> Rose is one of App Academy's uh, best instructors, and she's super cool. let see, one of the things that we're talking about now, <laughs> the lights went off. Uh, <laughs> it's streaming, it's live, it's crazy. Uh, but we're going to talk about GitHub and why it's really important mm-hmm. in becoming a programmer. Um, and we're going to go um, through what it is why it matters, and uh, how you learn it at App Academy, right? Totally. And also just maybe in general for all types of programmers. So we're going to go through a lot of, uh, well, maybe not a lot, maybe a few questions that we've written here uh, for uh, for people that are interested in coding, right? Um, and we're also... We'd like to say that we're also streaming through several networks, including Twitch, Facebook, and Periscope, but we're not 100% sure. (laughs) Again, we have technical issues. We at least got one. We We know we're on Twitch. So So if
1: you're on Twitch, you're watching us.
0: That's right. So I'm going to go through a couple of checks to make sure that we're okay, and then we're going to start. Okay. (laughs) And yeah. So while I do that, Rose... Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and how you got to App Academy Yeah, and uh, a little bit about your background.
1: Totally. Um, So my name is Rose Coron, and I am a curriculum developer here at App Academy. I started my journey into software engineering um, probably about two years ago now. Uh, I was previously working as a dog walker. I was actually the manager of a local Bay Area dog walking company, Mm -hmm. and uh, I found one day I was like, you know, I love dogs, I could do this for the rest of my life, but I'm looking for something a little more challenging. That's great. So I kind of was looking into a bunch of things, dabbling, and I applied to App Academy on a whim, and you know, then I got an email back like, hey, are you interested? And I said, oh. I have to get serious, I have an interview coming up. So I buckled down and uh, here I am today.
0: That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> what made you make the change from what you were doing, even though hanging around dogs all day sounds incredible, <laughs> what made you want to change and get into the programming industry?
1: Mm. I think um, from hearing my like friends and uh, knowing a couple of people who were in the industry, it sounded like they were solving really interesting problems. And I've always been kind of like a hands-on problem solver myself. Mm. So hearing uh, the kind of work they were doing on a day-by-day basis, I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And I kind of, I want a chunk of that. I want to like tackle problems like that and help more people that I'm currently helping.
0: That's great. And what made you choose App Academy over other options? Mm. Because there are, Several.
1: Yeah. No, there are definitely a bunch of options. Uh, I will say that uh, having a past alumni as a boyfriend definitely made me a little bit biased uh, because I knew that App Academy worked just by knowing him and knowing uh, several of his cohort mates. But after doing my research, uh, App Academy had wonderful numbers. And I was like, oh, you know, their acceptance rate is very small, but it seems like they have a very high placement rate. And that's what really drew me to App Academy, knowing that, you know, I would probably get a job, and here I am with a job, so.
0: Awesome, (laughs) cool. So now, uh, after attending the boot camp, and you were one of the best students, App Academy offered you the opportunity to start teaching other students, which is really interesting. So uh, tell us quickly about that experience, which has been how many months now?
1: Uh, It's been about six months.
0: Okay. And I'm sure that that has improved even your understanding of the original curriculum of App Academy, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I think when I graduated, I was at a certain level. But, you know, teaching really brings you to the next. Yeah. Because one of the main things that we always talk about with uh, pair programming, which was one of the main things that we Mm -hmm. always uh, say is great about App Academy is you have to teach your partner, and you really learn more about what you don't know through trying to teach it to someone else. Mm-hmm. So becoming an instructor here really taught me about what I wasn't super solid on and made me that much better and really made me like strive to become a better software engineer, not only for myself, but for my
0: students. Great. Well, thank you for that. So let's get into the GitHub um uh, <laughs> GitHub is a tool that is used by programmers, it has been around for almost 10 years now, right? Uh, let's get into what it is and why it's important. So let me look at some of the questions. So tell me about how important it is for somebody starting out in the industry uh, to know about GitHub and how it is incorporated into the Programming lifestyle.
1: Mm, Totally.
0: Um,
1: So I would say GitHub is extremely important, um, just for the fact that so many companies use GitHub. So if you do want to get into this industry, it's very important to know something that a lot of companies expect you to know upon entering the job. Uh, And I'd say just for yourself, GitHub is, or not specifically GitHub, but Git, Uh, get the version control system is really useful to know because it allows you to save your project at several states while you're working. So it kind of eliminates the fear of, oh my god, I broke this. There's no way to go back. I can't command Z my way to victory. Git really eliminates that and you know, you know you could proceed forth without affecting your prior work, and you can go back there if you really feel like you need to know what was happening or if something was working and then broke. It frees you up to work more creatively, I feel.
0: Hmm. Uh, give me an example of that. What, is it, what does it mean to work more creatively when you don't have a full understanding, perhaps, of what coding is? Mm, totally. And maybe you can give us an example of what App Academy does uh, in order to develop them?
1: Yeah. So um, as a beginning software engineer, I would you know, do a solution to a problem and say, okay, I don't want to touch this because it works. I don't want to break it. Uh, what Git allows you to do is you can save that work as it currently is. You could push it up to GitHub if you wanted to, Um, which basically means just creating another copy of it. Uh, Or uh, what I frequently do in my own workflow, even nowadays, is to create a separate branch, Mm. which basically means I'm just, I'm going away, but the original work is still there. I can still go back there if I need to, but I can play around here, and it won't affect my original work. So it allows you to play around without the fear of like, oh my god, I broke it forever, Mm -hmm. and I
0: don't know what I originally did. So, that's a great way to to introduce people to GitHub. Uh, Tell us more about the specific terms that you kind of teach students (laughs) right away. Gotcha. So like some of the main things such as, um, well, we'll get into bug tracking in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you mentioned version control. What is source code management, right? These important terms that Become familiar with once you become a programmer. Um, why don't you explain what those are? So mm-hmm. we're kind of backtracking a little bit, yeah. and then go into some of the terms that are specific to GitHub. Got gotcha. you.
1: Um, so a version control system is basically like if you were a great example. I always use is if you're working on a word document, and you know you are consistently working on it, and you're saving it, and you're you're saving like a version of it. And if you ever go back, you can see like your past revision history, and you can make the document look like what it used to look like. Um, so using Git is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It allows you to see the different versions of your work and save as you go through. We call it uh, in Git terminology that's called committing, but it's basically just saving your work as it currently is before you move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's a version control system. Mm -hmm. As far as a source code management, Mm -hmm. source code management uh, basically refers to the way you can collaborate with others. So if you're working on a team of developers, you don't all want to be working on the exact same project at the exact same time because, you know, you don't all want to share one computer. That sounds bad and not fun for anyone. Uh, So the way that you can collaborate better with your fellow developers is by pushing your code up to a central code base, which uh, we usually use GitHub, but you can use uh, other sites for this too. You can use like Bitbucket, just some copy of your code that's in a central location that everybody can access from the team. And then you have your own local copy that you can work on and make changes to. And then once you're done with whatever you're working on, you save those changes, and then you can, we call this in Git push, but you basically just take your changes and put them into the main central code base. Mm. And then other developers on the team can take your changes or pull them down to their local copies.
0: Interesting. How early is the GitHub conversation happening at App Academy?
1: Mm. GitHub is on week one, day four. We... Do not Which slow was yesterday, down. right? Yeah, which was yesterday for our San Francisco cohort. Yeah. Uh, Git is an incredibly important topic. Uh, so we want our students to really like learn early and start using it every day. And they do use it every single day because it is how they keep track of all their classwork and homework. Uh, and it also starts building up a lovely commit history, which when you look at any profile on GitHub Mm -hmm. uh, for any developer, you can see their commit history as like a series of green squares. We tell our students more green squares makes you look like a more productive developer.
0: Interesting. Um, Tell us about how GitHub... Well, let me rephrase that question. Um, What are the biggest challenges that early students of the bootcamp have when it comes to committing, or maybe just the version control aspect mm-hmm. of programming.
1: Definitely, I think um, for all early students learning how to use GitHub, mm-hmm. just developing good Git habits is probably the most difficult thing. Just because you forget to frequently commit. Uh, And committing means saving. But if you don't save a lot, then you don't have past versions to go check back on. So I think that's the hardest part of GitHub is just, or of Git, is getting into that good workflow of committing often, saving often, Mm -hmm. and making sure that you can go back to all these past versions.
0: (laughs) Tell me about why Git is important, or GitHub is important um, when it comes to. Kind of the long range programming uh, as a career, right you mentioned that we have versions that there's history right, and if this is like your very the beginning of what you're thinking about doing as a career, I mean it's funny thinking about you know what if you were in a career for ten years and somebody was evaluating you for a job, you know. There's your GitHub, potentially, right? Not yeah. potentially. It actually is what happens. No, that's
1: like the first thing they look at. It's the like, first
0: thing they look at, yeah.
1: On your whatever you're applying for, yeah. they're always like, okay, put your GitHub link right here. Yeah. Because that's what I'm going to be looking at.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, so then tell me about how that affects the way that App Academy uh, teaches GitHub, if it does. Because like it's all public-facing. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's also the way that programming is right? You are creating websites, people look up your code. A lot of programming from the very beginning has been about open source coding, and people can look up what you've done many years ago. Totally. So how does that connect to the, maybe the, the operating values of a programming education?
1: Yeah. Um, I think whenever an interviewer or recruiter is looking at your GitHub or looking at your resume. What they're really looking to see is that you are still working, that you are constantly working on new projects, learning new ideas, building things not just for a class or for your boot camp, but building things for yourself that you think are interesting.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I think GitHub is really important because it does give you that central location where you can see like, oh, this person has recently been working with Swift. Maybe they're interested in uh, development with mobile apps or this person just built this really cool like API that sends you dog pictures like I like dogs maybe we can talk about that
0: yeah it's funny how you brought the conversation <laughs> back to dogs
1: whenever, uh, whenever you gotta think of an example of anything that's right dog awesome
0: alright let's look at some of the other questions that we had for you here um, let's get actually to the very kind of nitty gritty of the use of GitHub Totally. What do you have to do? Maybe like it sounds silly it'll sound silly for a lot of programmers, but since a lot of people that are watching this don't know anything about it, what do you actually have to do? You do you sign up, do you download your GitHub to your laptop? Mm-hmm. How do you actually use it? What's the process?
1: Totally. Um, so there are a couple of processes and one of the really nice things about GitHub is there is so many guides on how to set up Git and GitHub, because yeah. it is such a well-used resource that many people have been just building these guides for free and giving them out to new and beginning programmers because they want to get pe- more people interested in the field. Um, but basically, to use GitHub, you have to make an account. And then from there, you can use their website itself if you want to start writing in Markdown. But If you don't know what Markdown is, and you probably don't only want to be writing Markdown files, uh, you'll probably want to download uh, Git, which is the version control system. GitHub is the website. Git is the version control system, which allows you to do the cool saving and stuff. Um, So you want to download Git onto your laptop, and you can do that through a variety of different ways. If you just look up download Git for whatever your certain laptop is, I'm sure something will pop up and tell you how to download it. And then you can use either your command line interface or what other variety of tools that you have at your disposal in order to save the files from whatever project you're working on to Git. And then you can push them up or you can just, I'm going to use the terminology push. Yeah, I yeah, promise yeah. you get to it really quickly if you like yeah. GitHub. Uh, you can push your work up to GitHub.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So tell me about, Bug tracking. I know that GitHub is used uh, for bug tracking. So what is the role that it plays in daily programming work? And uh, please explain how GitHub can help you track bugs. Yeah. It's a big part of what people do in their jobs as programmers.
1: Totally. Yeah, No. Bug tracking is a huge issue for whatever company, big, small, doesn't yeah. matter. There's always going to be some little thing that yeah. could be just a little yeah. bit better. Um, so... GitHub has a built-in system uh, called Issues that you can use to track and track the progress of any particular bug at any time. Basically, a user just submits a issue, and it's it's super simple. It's basically, you just click on Issues, create a new issue, and then Mm -hmm. you put in, like, description of the issue, and you can assign it to somebody mm-hmm. if you know a particular person on the team that deals mm-hmm. with those kinds of things, mm-hmm. or you just submit assign it to, like, the general uh, repository itself or the project itself. Um, and it just allows you to have, like, a concrete documentation of, like, this issue was submitted on this day and was signed to this person, and they can update it and say whether it's done or not. Uh, there's a lot of different surfaces for this, too. Uh, we at App Academy personally use Jira, which is an Atlassian project, uh, Atlassian product. Uh, and but, a project manager. A project manager. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of different services you can use for this. GitHub is just nice because it's already where you're putting your code, mm-hmm. so you don't have to be looking anywhere else. But yep. basically, anything that can give you concrete documentation of where this bug is happening and when this issue was submitted for proper tracking and keeping the process as frictionless as possible
0: mm-hmm.
1: is what you're looking for.
0: Cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit further about some of these terms that, again, they're kind of in the ether. People hear about them, GitHub, programming. Uh, what are forked repositories? And I put in my notes, it's not a private pill that's been stabbed by a metal utensil, right?
1: <laughs> it is not. That's, I
0: hope somebody laughed at that joke. Your...
1: I left. Okay. Um, <laughs> A forked repository basically means a copy of somebody else's project or your own project that is on your local machine. Mm -hmm. So you can go to a repository for any big project, small project, and download a local copy that you can then mess around with, do whatever you wish, and it will not affect the central copy that is on GitHub.
0: Interesting. Again, kind of the main ethos of this is As a programmer, you're working really hard on things, but you also want to experiment. Yeah. You want to try things without potentially messing things up. Yeah. you, Jose,
1: could make an interesting project, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let me take a little, my local copy of that Uh and try adding more stuff to it and seeing. And
0: actually make it work. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, interesting. Okay. So, thank you for that. Let's talk about, uh, let's see. This was actually a uh, user-submitted question: Was um, do certain companies force programmers to use GitHub, or do they not care? What you know? How does that work in terms of uh, the day-to-day work? And the light went off. It's
1: a dramatic effects. Good times. Um, it really depends on the company. Yeah. Every company will have their own workflow, and that's just part of like. Coming into a new company, I'm sure a lot of companies GitHub, but you know companies might have their own internal tools. Interesting. It really just depends on whichever company you're applying for or whichever company you're working with. They'll always have their own internal workflow, and you got to follow along with that to make everything work as well as possible.
0: Cool. Thank you. Um, Kind of an inside baseball question that may or may not be relevant. Uh, to super early students, but, excuse me, Microsoft bought GitHub early last year, and I'm a person that's online a lot, checking out Twitter and stuff. There were a lot of uh, programmers that were angry or concerned, let's say, about that acquisition. Why was that the case?
1: I think people were concerned because of... A couple of reasons. Um, One of the things you can point to Microsoft owning and then not making better is definitely a service like Skype. Microsoft acquired Skype and then Skype stayed exactly the same for (laughs) years Mm -hmm. and years and years and did not continually improve and people are afraid that the same thing might happen to GitHub. Mm.
0: So sort of monetizing the a product that has been incredibly useful for many, many years without a focus on improving it. I
1: yes, understand. exactly. Yeah. So that's one concern. Yeah. Uh, I'd say another one is probably a lot of people being concerned for their data. Uh, data is valuable, and Microsoft is a large company that can probably do a lot of interesting things taking user-based data off of GitHub. Mm. So a lot of people are probably a little bit freaked out about what the possibilities of that could yeah. be.
0: Yeah. But it's, it almost feels like that's just, uh, it's almost too worrisome potentially, right? Because it's an, again, we're talking about open source, uh, a business that has been around for 10 years based off of um, being open, I guess, and really being yeah. available to programmers is a great tool. Uh, but it's maybe a, a valid concern. So let's look at a couple of other questions. Uh, um, Last year, around this time, GitHub fell prey to what was described by many news outlets as a very serious DDoS attack, Uh, the largest in history, in fact, according to the New York Times. Do you know what that attack was about? Why was it important? I'm guessing this was the data that you mentioned. And what can people interested in the process of building software learn from that attack?
1: Yeah. So, as you said, I think the reason that the attack like what they were going for with the attack was probably all of the data because it's not just private developers either. It's large companies like Facebook and Apple, and the developers who work there also have their own private Githubs. There's a lot of information on Github uh, that could be potentially very valuable. That being said, uh, so that's why it's important. It's also important because it was the largest DDoS attack in history. That's pretty crazy. Mm and it was aimed at GitHub, so that's very interesting within itself. Hmm. So I guess it's pretty much like why it's important. Uh, The things that we can learn from it probably will most be focused on how GitHub handled the problem and what they're going to be doing to counter this kind of problem moving forward. Mm -hmm. I know that GitHub was down for like about five minutes And if you read the report that they released, it's pretty interesting, uh, the specific measures that they're trying to take to make sure this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Mm. Uh, Just automating a lot more services, making sure that humans don't have to be the ones who are, you know, in charge of making those kinds of decisions and slowing down that kind of triggering of, you know, this is a huge thing that's happening and we need to make sure that resources are going towards this. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see how GitHub continually increases their own security and you know it's a lesson to be learned for you know, software developers in the future, how to better build their own projects to resist these kinds of attacks.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, thank you. Let's see, we have uh, two or three questions that are left. Well, uh, Are the social network aspects of GitHub important? I know that it includes feeds, uh, followers, wikis, and a social network graph. What are each of those things, and why are they good to know?
1: So it kind of depends who you are on GitHub. If you are an interviewer, uh, you're probably looking at... uh, you know, whoever you're interviewing and seeing like, oh, how many stars do their repos have? Do peop- other people like value this person's work? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing who they follow, seeing uh, there was feeds, there was follows. Yeah. There were uh,
0: feeds, followers, and wikis, wikis. right? The wikis. Wikis are very things. important. Let's get into wikis. Yeah.
1: Wikis are Why great, are they important. important
0: and how are they used?
1: Wikis are super important because it's... More documentation. Yeah, it's basically giving, uh, hopefully, well laid out uh, documentation for exactly like what each of your projects does, how to use it, and. You know may, well, maybe what like future developments on this project might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically just shows the kind of developer you are. Mm-hmm. If you have a really well laid out wiki, it shows that you're probably like very thorough and that you are taking these kinds of things into account,
0: mm-hmm. thinking
1: about who might be looking at this in the future.
0: Great, thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else that we have not discussed about GitHub that you think it's important, especially for people thinking about making the switch potentially to a programming career, Um, yeah.
1: Well, I will say, uh, I know there's a big announcement lately that GitHub now has private repos or private repositories for for free, whereas before it used to be $7 a month, so that means it's even easier to become a beginner programmer because if you don't necessarily want your work to be shown to the world yet, Mm -hmm. uh, you can make a private repository Instead of having it public, yep. and you don't have to pay for it, mm-hmm. so uh, I think, as a starting programmer, I would have found that very reassuring because I know in the beginning, I was like, "No, no one look at this yet right, right i haven't right. I haven't made it perfect yet, yeah, so for beginning software engineers, I think that's just another incentive to like you're not even putting any money down, no one's going to see it. Just try it out, see yeah, if yeah. you like it have fun with it
0: cool. How early do you recommend a student, potential student, get into understanding GitHub and that part of programming? Um, we know that it's not just potential boot camps like App Academy, but there's a lot of there's free code camp, there's a lot of free stuff out there that uh, people can read up, read up on uh, to find out about whether they want to do this or not. So yeah. how early should they do that, I guess, in the programming cycle of, or the journey? Of becoming a programmer.
1: I think as soon as possible, because honestly, you know, if you begin programming, you want to have a copy of your code that isn't just on your computer, because mm-hmm. say your computer catches fire, or floods, or you lost it in an airport. Like you want to make sure you still have a copy of those files, yep. and the sooner you learn Git, the sooner you can be able to download your work from anywhere, mm-hmm. and it just really frees you up to have less stress than is necessary. Awesome. Also, like for students, I very much recommend learning git concepts before you come in because, Hmm. you know, you always want to be one step ahead of the game.
0: Great. (laughs) Great. Thanks so much, Russ. Yeah. I think that we're good. Uh, Let me just double check that we don't have any other questions from people uh, watching this feed. Uh, Let's see. We want to check too if we have any. Okay. Oops.
1: Uh, oh, I see it. There it, was. There it is. Oh, <laughs> We're right still now. on there. Okay. We're still on there. Uh, I don't see any questions though.
0: Okay. Well, if you have any questions, please send them over to us. Um, You can send them uh, on our Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, or YouTube accounts. And we're happy to answer them. Thanks so much, everybody.
1: Thanks, y'all.